0: The Sanctuary Academy is your virtual Bible classroom. Join us for an interactive worship and learning experience. Let's get to class. It's so important to always remember that we are saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. There is nothing humanly possible that we could do to earn salvation. Jesus came. And he died to pay the price for our sins. That's what all of the celebration was about a few weeks ago with Good Friday and Holy Week and the resurrection. That is the only way that we have access to the Father. And when we understand that, we can be humble in the way that we serve God, and especially in the way that we try to lead others to Christ. It can be tempting to try to force off your customs and your traditions and your religion on other people and make them live like you live. As Christians, that's not, that's not our goal. Our goal is to encourage people to believe in Jesus and live like Jesus lived because we understand that that is the only way to gain access to the Father who is holy. As always, it is such a pleasure to have you join me for the Sanctuary Sunday School. If this is your first time here, great big welcome to you. Go ahead, wave at me in the comments and let me know that you are here. If you have not done so, go ahead and subscribe and tap that bell because I don't want you to miss anything. Briefly, one more time, I wanna say thank you to everybody who went through the Spring Revival. It was 30 days thirty videos all under 30 seconds. If you miss that, the videos are still there. You can go through that and um, you can go to the website www.thesanctuary.academy. This week's subject is called to righteousness, and we can find this text in the book of Romans in the 3rd chapter. Now, we see here that the apostle Paul is talking about the righteousness of the law, and he uses the word manifested. Now, To manifest something indicates that it was already there. It already existed. To manifest is not to create something. When something is manifested, it becomes visible. It becomes attainable. And it's something that you can witness, which is what Paul said. And so now we have access to it. And this is what Jesus did when we speak of the righteousness of the law. And the righteousness of the law of God is accessible to us through faith in Jesus Christ because Jesus paid the price for sin. The wages of sin is death and Jesus paid that wage for us and now it is through faith in him that we can fulfill the righteousness of the law because think about it, a law The law is just a list of rules and regulations on what you can do and what you can't do. And it tells you that if you do this, then there's this consequence. So what Jesus did was gave us the power to fulfill the righteousness. So he didn't come to condemn the law, but he came that the righteousness of the law would be fulfilled in us. So he did all of this just for us. And so we see that Rome is also a Gentile city and there was still a little bit of confusion about what, it, what was the requirement for righteousness because you have the Jewish people and you have the Gentiles and they were still having discrepancies about different Jewish customs that they wanted the Gentiles to adhere to. And so Paul told them, he said, Hey, here, as far as Jesus is concerned, there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. And then it brings us to this popular scripture that everybody loves to quote, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Okay. In that verse, I want to point out one word to you. The word sinned, S-I-N-N-E-D, that indicates a past Tense. So that is not saying that, well, everybody's sinning so I can sin as well. It's OK. No, that is not what that's saying. That's saying, just like Paul said, there is no difference. We're all the same. We were all in the same boat. We all have sinned and we all needed a savior to give us access to the righteousness of the law. And that's what Jesus did. So there is no special um, provision for anybody. We all have to go To the Father through faith in Jesus. And it talks about Jesus redeeming us. And then Paul uses the word propitiation. And that indicates a sacrifice. Something or somebody had to die to pay the price. And when you speak of redemption, redemption indicates ownership. In order for you to redeem something, redeeming is more than just purchasing something. Because when you just go purchase something, that means it wasn't yours before. When you redeem something, that means it's yours. We belong to God. God created us. The enemy did not create anything. He does not own anything. God is the creator and the sustainer of life. So we belong to him. And sin, sin in our lives, separated us from him so God sent his only begotten son to pay that price and redeem us back to him Jesus purchased our salvation and we have to know that we have to believe that we have to live that and I say this or the word says it faith without works is dead when you have faith it will change your life Everybody will say, I love Jesus and I believe in God, but believing in God means living for him. And, and when I speak of faith, I always use the example of a job. When you go in for an interview and they send you that offer letter and you sign that contract, you go to work. Typically, most jobs do not pay you up front. You work at least two to three weeks and then you get a paycheck. Why do you go to work? Because you believe that that company is going to hold up their end of the agreement and on pay date you will get some money. That's why you get up and go to work. You don't sign an agreement and then stay at home with your feet up watching TV and expect a paycheck. But sometimes that's how we do God. You can't say, I love God. I got faith in God and don't do anything and don't change your life and just keep on sinning. No, that is not what it is. See, we have to fulfill God's righteousness we are called to righteousness you know and the old people used to say he called me out of darkness into the marvelous light the light of the righteousness of Jesus and so we are now no longer held accountable for past sins Jesus handled all of that all we have to do is have faith and live right and do right and and obey the lord and then it talks about boasting you know there is no room for a boasting and righteousness because none of us deserve this it was a gift to all of us and sometimes we we get so um caught up in and what we do and what we have for some reason we start to think that we're better than other people or we're more than other people or i'm saved and you're not and that's not what it's all about what if jesus had that attitude what if jesus said well you know hey i'm the son of god i'm holy i'm not going down there with them people them sinners and i'm not giving my life for them i'm better than them what if jesus had that attitude if jesus were like some of us none of us would be saved so that's why i thank god for jesus and that's why i thank god for faith in jesus and i thank god for his righteousness and then it speaks of justified justification. The law cannot justify you. Again, the law is a is a tool to measure what you're doing, it has no ability to justify you. Justify means to be made right, to be brought up to a specific level, to a necessary level of righteousness, and that's what Jesus does for us. And it is only through our faith in Jesus because God is is the God of everybody. And Paul addresses that. He said, do you really think that God is the God of the Jews only? Now think about that because we can translate that into modern times because sometimes we we get caught up in our own thing and and we think that we're the end-all be-all and sometimes we act like, you know, nobody is saved but my church, you know, my congregation, my denomination or whatever. And you see a lot of strife, you know, with people wanting to condemn other people like you know we're the only little group that's saved but think about that think about how small that makes god and i say this all the time church salvation is not a small social club for me i serve a great big god i serve a god of the universe my god can save cities nations countries kings rulers presidents ceos millionaires billionaires trillionaires My God is the God of everything. So why would I try to reduce him down to what I'm in control of? God is in control. And when I have faith in him, it elevates me to a level of righteousness and it gives me the ability to draw people to him. And that is what Paul wanted them to understand. We are called to righteousness. You are not called to vow standard. You are not called to whatever, whoever you know. You're not called to their standards. We don't have the power to make people do what we want them to do. But we do have a charge to direct people to God so that they do what God wants them to do because we're all called to righteousness. So then Paul closes with a question All right, then, well, if the law does not have the power to save us, is the law void? You know, is, is it worthless? And he said, God forbid, the law is holy and it was given by God. But it is not through the law that we have salvation. It is not through the law that we have righteousness. We have our righteousness through the Son of God, through the blood of Jesus, our faith in Jesus Jesus is the only way that we can answer the call to righteousness.